Hey guys, welcome to my podcast Youth Exchange and uh, this time I'm so excited. I I reached out to my house leader Ayanda Shibase. She was also the chairperson of Headfoot Studios this year and recently completed her business management degree. So on this podcast we talk about leadership and you know basically moving forward how are we going to make leadership equal for both genders. Okay, so I'm here with Ayanda Shipase. Am I saying it right? Is it Ayanda Shipase? Yes, it is. How are you, Ayanda? How have you been doing during this time? I am very well, thank you for asking. And during this time, I have been trying to do well, been taking it a day at a time. What about you? Yeah, you know, I've just been, you know, trying to adapt to the new style of doing things. I mean, everything is just completely new for me so yeah i've just been trying to adapt you know it's been really surprising the things that have happened so yeah that is very true yeah so like i just wanted to have this interview with you because you know being my first year and i was at headful studios this year being my first year in university i had you as my house leader and i was actually surprised because you were like the 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 the, pre, the the president or the chairperson of the house committee and i didn't think the chairperson would also be a house leader so that was surprising for me and also very <laughs> special very special for me so you know i see you as a leader but you know i also would want to know like have you always been that way or have you like developed into that Okay, um, I would say that I have always been a leader. Um, I consider myself to be a natural born leader. That's how I usually describe myself whenever I get the chance. And I say this because I believe that I possess strong leadership qualities and I'm also very passionate about serving and leading other people. Yeah. Um, I don't, it's definitely not something that developed over time it's just always been like that if i am yeah, to take you yeah. through my or what i consider my leadership journey i think i would say my first leadership role was back in primary school um throughout the grades maybe from grade three or something like that here and there mm. i would be like you know the class leader that's how we would call it and, mm. and then when i got to grade six and i became the scholar patrol captain that's actually when i think i realized that this is actually not just something i do for fun or anything like that it's something yeah. that i'm really passionate about mm. and then from there scholar patrol captain i became the head girl of my primary school wow and then i went to high school i was class captain again here and there became rcl of that school in grade nine but in grade 10 i changed schools i went to a different school again i got there i was class captain here and there wow and different school. also elected as the rcl in grade 11 i became the president of the rcl in grade 12 which people call head girl a lot of the times and then after that i came to varsity again i would be like class rep for a different kind of kinds of modules mm. i was the first year mentor in my second year and i also was the what we used to call the ssrc which is basically semi-senior representative council yeah. of a day house called vividus ladies on campus and then finally my role now in headphone studios as the chairperson wow that's that's a lot of achievements 
<laughs> that, that is a lot of achievements and i mean even like everything you say you went to a different school you were still chosen so that just speaks volumes about your character your your, your skills your leadership skills and for me yeah. like for me I've, i've always been interested in knowing like like being being the chairperson was that something that you knew like once you joined like the the council or the the committee did you know that one day that was your seat or was it something that you also built upon um it, i really had no idea i do not want to lie um yeah usually because you know how there's a house committee and then there is the chairperson mm. um usually or oftentimes people think to stand a better chance to be elected as the chairperson you need to have started in the committee so starting the committee as a normal house member or house committee member yes, and then yes. work your way up as the chairperson but i actually did not go that route i came to hatfield studios and i was well aware of the um the structure and the house committee and the chairperson but at the time that i got here i wasn't very interested in participating in that um i had other things going for me at the time but the following year um which was last year i was not even thinking about it i had forgotten about the fact that these are people that actually change every year so when the applications opened and i saw it in the whatsapp group i yeah. thought to myself why not and because the role spoke to my passion and at the time um the, the timing for me rather was quite suitable i thought to myself why not and even though i didn't have previous house committee experience i applied and i got the role wow that's 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 amazing because <laughs> for me i've always thought it's it starts like at the bottom you know and you build your way up and you you can't just like jump into it but i mean you did it so who, what's stopping anyone from doing it you know exactly yeah so so recently you you completed your degree congratulations on that as well congratulations thank you very much and yeah i just wanted to know so you've completed your degree you've completed your your term at uh, as chairperson of headfoot studios what is your next adventure um at the moment um even though i would have liked to pursue my studies further immediately i unfortunately unable to because one of the requirements of um the qualification is to have 2 years of working experience so oh, my next yeah. adventure is that i am going to go into the world of work um i am fortunate that i'm fortunate to have a job opportunity that is in line um that's going yeah. to be starting uh later this year um okay. and then i'm going to work on that and do my best at it and get the um experience i need to meet the requirements for the qualification i want to pursue um and then i think at the time once i've gathered the 2 years of experience at the time i will decide whether i'm going to do it simultaneously while i work or if i'm going to go in full time again i'll decide at the time mm-hmm. but for now while i'm i am waiting for my contract to start i just started an um a business an online gift shop that i called box um oh, wow. it's basically it's like a um it's 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 an online gift shop like i said but it basically 
um, sells gift boxes, but for literally any occasion. So um, people are welcome to like, you know, just either choose gift boxes that are available in the range or maybe specify the kind of kinds of items or whatever that they would like in the gift box to celebrate or to gift anyone for literally any occasion. So at the moment, I'm focused on growing that and hopefully doing well enough to employ someone to manage it by the time I have to redirect my focus. Yeah, that's that that's brilliant. I mean, congratulations on that as well. Cause I was I was thinking now, like, were you just gonna like go into the job market and then uh, inc- uh, increase your skills as well, or were you gonna like try to do other things as well? So it's it's I I'm really glad that you're like having a business as well that's running. That's really important for me and for us as well because that's how we grow, right? I mean, we grow by doing like trying things you know trying a lot of things at the same time it can really like stretch your capacity and stretch your your knowledge and things that you didn't know about yourself so going on to the next i was really i was really intrigued to ask you this because you being a female leader being a a businesswoman now that i found out men have always been seen like as default leaders would you agree I would definitely agree with that. Like, um, and I think it's evident because mm. a lot of the a lot of leadership positions or a lot of um, positions of power, if I can put it that way, mm. are automatically assumed to be held by a man. So I would definitely think that it's what we think that men are seen as default leaders. Yeah. I mean, as well in the Bible, it starts in the Bible. I mean, the Bible states it clearly that, you know, the man is the is the head of the house. And then, so I wanted to know, like, from your perspective, how long do you think, how long do you think it will take for us to, like, shift our mentality towards equality? Because I don't think men as being leaders default, like being default leaders is equal and is right. I mean, they are businesses that are thriving with female leaders and you know those opportunities are starting to rise so how long do you think it will take us i mean starting from the families starting from the country our own country how long do you think it will that will take for us to change i think it's going to take a very very long time because like you say even in the bible the bible suggests that men are leaders yeah. and a lot of people use the bible as a um, a tool of reference, you know, yes. even some of our cultures, they, they, they promote this way of thinking. Kids mm-hmm. are brought up using this way of thinking. So it's definitely going to take generations and generations of effort for that kind of men- mental shift to take place. However, in saying that this should not discourage any woman from taking any kind of yes. position, because I believe that we've come a long way so far. I really think that um, we've seen change and that there's room for more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the change that is happening is very evident and it's positive. I mean, the the studies that have been taken, you know, comparing companies that have been led by male figures and female figures, it's quite interesting if you do your research properly because it's just like, it's very positive how the females are taking this role so excellently and slow and so flawlessly. Like I think in a way, in a way, would you agree that 
being being the pressure the pressure being on like the male figures to be the leaders females have been able to like take this and show them that they can also do it and that also like takes away some pressure from the males as well but obviously some males depending on like the way you've been raised the the traditions that you've been accustomed to and your culture some males would definitely be defiant against a female leading something but i'm definitely like i'm definitely pro female leaders and female companies and owners and ceos and so forth so my next my next argument would be would you would you as a female leader would you encourage like schools and you know schools because that's where education comes from that's where our kids learn would you encourage like schools to have more female principals principals as in um sorry at my school we call that headmistress so as yes. in a headmistress yes, yes okay no definitely i would encourage that um i went to a girl's school actually so uh we had a headmistress we didn't have a male principal um, yeah. but i remember that we went to primary school as well um and i think i would i would definitely encourage that but at the same time i wouldn't want to deny males of the opportunity of mm. being in that role because i believe that at the end of the day the person who does the best job at it is the person yeah. who deserves to take that role i don't think a woman should take a role specifically and only because um they are a female but i definitely do believe that a lot of change would take place if there's anything that i would encourage more than that it would be um a lot more um women or female empowerment in those schools even though they are male led schools mm. so i would encourage for more um activities that encourage women empowerment more than just the person who is in charge of the school okay well that's that's a good point i i think you've made a good point in the person who best fits the job should take the job that's what i also stand for but okay so now to like to like shift our focus away from the main topic i would like to know would you like give us an insight into you know some of your spare time activities what do you do in your spare time um in my spare time i do a lot of reading and by reading i don't always like read like books or anything like that sometimes reading just means catching up on current affairs because mm. it's a lot more convenient for me to actually um do that than to open a book you know take a book and open it and try to read it without any interruption so it's much easier to actually um read articles or catch up on current affairs um on my phone because yeah, that's yeah, usually yeah. where the information would be coming from um and then i also watch a lot of crime documentaries um i really i found that to be quite interesting and this is something that came up very recently i wasn't really of much of a fan before mm. um i also like going out a lot um specifically trying out new restaurants i am very big on food and i'm always keen to try a new dish or you know experience a new vibe or something uh, like that so are you, are you like a critique food. as well um not necessarily no not not i'm not a big critique no i oh, just okay. um yeah i i just I, i'm sure i would have found something that i would enjoy from every experience i've never i'm not really you know mm, much yeah. of 
And then that also goes with my love for traveling. I love traveling a lot, so much that sometimes I even travel by myself. People find it very weird, but I actually do, I do go on vacations on my own because I just enjoy it that much. I also enjoy me time. What's wrong with me time? I don't see anything wrong. <laughs> because I don't know why, but people just think it's weird. Because I think, I'm, I mean, I love I love being by myself. I'm always by myself yeah. most of the time. People find it very weird that you can leave and go somewhere, like to a place totally different, a place you don't know, all by yourself. People mm. think you want someone else to go on a vacation. And for me, that's that's not necessarily true. I've been on a number of vacations by myself and I won't lie. Sometimes some, and in some instances during those vacations, I would feel like, or I would feel the need to be with someone, maybe to share experience or to share memories with, but overall, all those experiences for me have just been so fulfilling and so amazing. I'd definitely do it again. Yeah, no, I I think spending time with yourself is one thing we cannot neglect, especially during like this time. I mean, most of us, the first part of the year, I mean, since the lockdown started, we've been like trapped in a way with our families. So you, you really didn't have that space and that privacy anymore for a long time. So I think people learned that spending time with themselves, it's it's, it's quite important, and it's it's something we cannot um, run away from forever i mean some people are actually scared to spend time with themselves because they're scared of you know those questions that pop up you know am i really mm-hmm. this am i really that you know and not not really like insecurities but just questions that you should be asking yourself that you you, you sometimes shy away from because you just don't want to you just don't want to face i mean the elephant in the room you know and it's getting bigger mm-hmm. so that's very people are very scared to be alone with their thoughts mm-hmm yeah and for me during this time i've been so so much alone like i spend a lot of time alone in my room because i work in my room you know i play video games in my spare time so i just play those by myself i watch a lot of sports and then i'm always thinking you know i'm always thinking about these things you know about me about my future about what am i going to do tomorrow what am i going to do in the next five minutes it's always a lot that's going on in my head but anyway back to the topic um we've all had role models in the past so would you like give us a few role models that you've had past or present or just anyone that you've seen as a role model um for me any woman who demonstrates their commitment to a desired goal and someone who is willing to invest um the time and the effort that is necessary to achieve yeah. that goal or to achieve success in general is my role model. And mm. if you think about it, that's a lot of women. Um, but yeah, yeah. if I am to name a few, or rather, in every um, in every phase, if I can put it that way, in every phase of my life, I always look up to someone specific. So maybe, for example, say with my, I know in my first year of university, I looked up to one of my lecturers. Um, her name is Siti Mahai. She's a statistics lecturer at the University of Pretoria. Mm. And in the next phase of my life, when I became the chairperson, I looked up to Nareen Khrobla, who was at the time my, who was the head of residence, but also the, the person who I reported to in my role. So in every phase of my life, I kind of yes. 
choose someone that I look up to, someone who inspires me in that particular role. And a lot of the time that inspires me to really do the best that I can and give the role my everything. But if I were to say overall throughout my life, um, if I were to give you role models, I've got two. One is definitely my mother. Uh, My mother has inspired me so much um, in life and to always give it everything that I have. She's the, she's my go-to for everything. And she really, um, you know, she cheers me on and she inspires me to, you know, always um, give everything, give everything that I do, everything that I have. And that's, that's something that I've seen um, that, that has been evidently um, fruitful in my life, if I can put it that way. She, she really has, groomed me to be this person that I am today. Yes. And then secondly, I would say externally, if I can put it that way, I would say yeah. my next role model is Bonang Matiba. I see so much of me in her as yeah. a woman. Yeah. She has always been such an inspiration to me from the first, from knowing her, from the first time I was, you know, introduced to her as a brand and as the person she is. Mm-hmm. For me, she has confirmed so many possibilities of so many doubts that I've had in myself and my capabilities. And the most interesting about it is the most interesting thing about it is that she does this while she is working in a completely different line of work or a completely different mm-hmm. an industry where I do not like I definitely do not see myself in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. But she still inspires me to become you know, um, at least close to what she is. And the fact that she's in a different line of work just shows how, how, how great her inspiration to me actually is. Yeah, I mean, she, she, she actually, she's a role model to a lot of girls I know personally. Like, she's a role model to a lot of girls I know. And, you know, if I could just have a conversation with her and tell her, you know that a lot of people a lot of young girls a lot of people look up to you and to hear you as well say that I mean that's that's powerful because she's she's a great figure she's a great figure in South Africa she's a great woman and she's a great leader no matter if people can say you know she she does one two three at the end of the day she's still a great leader in her in her place in her role in her life just being naturally herself she's a great Mm. leader and yeah, I also agree with the the one about mothers. I mean, I I personally like I had a, such a close bond with my mother, but it has like you know it has like became become distant these days. But I was so close to my mother growing up. You know, she'd always tell me about these stories and stuff. And so, but yeah, mothers mothers are very important. And as and for me, I would know I would want to know like if you could like pick out one one quality in any of those two leaders that you value the most, what would you say it is? Sorry, please repeat your question. If you could pick like one quality from any of those two that you've mentioned, like one quality that you value the most, what would it be? Um, a quality that I would say I really value is humanity. Yeah. Which is essentially Ubuntu. Very often, Especially when at the top, if I can put it that way, I'm putting up inverted commas if you can see me. <laughs> Very often, 
especially when at the top, leaders tend to forget that in my language, we say, umuntu, umuntu ngabantu, which yeah. means I am because you are. And for me, for leaders to possess, or for even just role models, like you said, to possess that kind of quality, it's very, very valuable and it's very, very essential. Um, and I always, always try my best to not lose that. I believe that I do possess it, but I always try to not lose that yes. because I believe it's very easy to lose it. I mean, the corruption that exists in our country and in our government mm. is the perfect illustration as to why I say this mm. or why I feel that humanity of all things that they are is the one quality that I value in not just a leader, but a human being. And with having said that, I'm sure you can you can agree with me that I don't need to say more, that if every person in the world could just remember the, the value of humanity and just remember that I am because you are, the world would be a much better place. I totally, I totally agree. I mean, I even, I posted something recently, I think last night, where I, I, was, I said in the caption, like, I came from a humble beginning. We all came from humble beginnings, but the question, the, the million dollar question is, have you learned humanity? I mean, it doesn't matter where you came from and where you're going. It matters about the, what matters is about the process and what you've learned through the process because people can get to the top, like you say, we can get to the top and completely forget everything we've been through, all the people that have helped us and everyone that needs us in a way because we all need each other, like you said. So... Mm mentioning like everything that's going on in our country and the government and everything i had i had a thought that i wanted to know like do you think that they could there could be a better time than today i mean to have our first female president i really really appreciate this question and my answer to this question is definitely not i do not think there could be a better time for us to have our first female president and i say this for so like for so many different reasons um we are in a we are facing a very difficult time as a country like even the world in general yes um i read an article on business insider the other day which actually spoke exactly to this these are these are this is, these are studies that have been proven. These are things that um, people have put in time and effort to actually discovering, and it's nothing can nothing can con can convince me anymore. Mm. It, it the article said that countries led by women have responded to the current pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic, much better than those led by men, and I can exactly. believe that. Yeah. That's show that male-led countries, countries like the U.S., Italy, Brazil, and the U.K., have recorded far higher death tolls than female-led countries like Germany, New Zealand, Taiwan, yes. and Finland. And, I mean, these are statistics, so we can't argue those We things. can't. We can't. The arguments that women make for more compassionate and effective leaders has grown in popularity during the pandemic because... Mm -hmm many male leaders are actually facing criticism for taking unneeded and unnecessary risks. Yes. As a country, we are facing another kind of pandemic that is gender-based violence. Yes. And I strongly believe that a female president would be responding far more effectively to that. And the same goes with so many other 
socioeconomic issues that we are currently facing as a country. So I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that this is actually the perfect time for us to actually have our first female president. But I mean, at the same time, we have, you know, processes and procedures that we need to follow. And with the way that it looks in our country, it doesn't seem like there's a possibility of that happening anytime soon. But it's something that I'm definitely hopeful for. And it's something that I'm definitely looking forward to. I'm, I'm also definitely hoping for it because it's really evident, like you said, I was also considering that study when I came up with this question because it's so clear, like the countries that have, you know, female presidents have responded better. What else can you, I mean, what other question can you pose against that? What allegation can you pose against that? There is absolutely yeah. nothing. There's absolutely nothing because even as much as, yes, like you said, there's, there's procedures that we have to follow and there's stuff and stuff, but concerning our country and our issues, the gender-based violence, wouldn't it be, you know, wouldn't someone who is a female be more understanding and come from a better position than a male? Because a male is not, males are not the ones that are in danger. Males are not the ones that are being attacked and killed, you know. We are the ones that are doing this. So it's 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 very important for me to, listen to other perspectives i know that my perspective is important yes but the other perspective perspective is equally important especially now in this situation that we're facing it's so it's so hard like it's so hard to to walk in the street me being a, a male to walk in the street you know and then a lady's walking like coming towards me and then she takes like i'm not necessarily jumping to the other street but she takes like she turns around me and she walks around me like instead of like you know normally passing each other that that had an effect on me and that made me see that it's so hard because i cannot relate to her i cannot relate to what she's feeling because i'm not the one who's in danger i'm not the one who's going through that even though she's not being attacked but mentally what she's feeling emotionally what she's going through the fear that the confusion the anxiety it's so much that's going on and it started so small and I feel like also with the, the impact of social media, social media has made things so clear and we are seeing a lot more than, I mean, these things have been going on, but they just haven't been, um, they just haven't been filmed. They just haven't been recorded. They haven't been, you know, broadcasted and now they're being broadcasted. And that has given us a very big picture on what is really going on in our country. That is absolutely true. And I totally agree with you. Like it's, it has actually opened our eyes to so many of other people's realities. This has been going on for decades and decades. And if you look at the stats of the crimes that um, are reported compared to the crimes that actually take place, compared to the crimes that actually um, have action taken against them, it's, it's numbers that are appalling. It's numbers that are, are, are shocking to say the least because so many things actually happen, but so many, so little of those things that happen are reported mm. and so little action is taken against all those things that happen. So social, social media really has helped us um, in terms of opening our eyes to the realities of what is actually going on around us. And it's really unfortunate. Um, I, I, I appreciate what she said about a woman going across the road um, when you are approaching or yeah. when they're a man or something like that and that is actually true that is 
that is the reality of every woman in this country today. Yes, I don't go yes. anywhere. I respond exactly the same way when a man is approaching or when I'm approaching a man. I, if possible, take a different route because with you everything that's been happening, you can agree that you never know when it's going yeah. to happen. You are always so fearful of whether or not this could be the time and you are always just trying by all means to avoid being in that situation. It's it's honestly ridiculous. It's it's, yes. it's terrible. It's It's so, for me, like, it, it's so unnecessary like why a woman should fear for her life walking in a street like it's so unnecessary and it's so it's reality unfortunately it's the reality of today and you know we need to start taking action i mean i was speaking to another friend of mine yesterday and i was asking her what what could what could we possibly do and you know she was telling me about the roots like for the next generations we need to start in the families, you know, we need to start in the general in the, in the education base because these children are not taught these things at a young age. They're taught, like, like you said, they are taught that males are the head of the house and and so and so, and women are are basically degraded because of you know some traditions and some cultures. That's the way they're they're taught as children, and so like talking about how we could make a change, that that is sorted. Like we could we should start with the education base for the young ones to ensure their future. But I was I was more concerned of today because what can we do right now with people my age, people your age, people older than us? Because that's that's yeah. where that's where it's really happening. That's where it's at it is at its hardest and highest point. And you know, we can always start with the next generation, but the effect is happening right now. The fire has already started, you know. You know how like a uh, a forest, uh, a field, a felt fire starts, like it starts so small, maybe someone throws a cigarette and then it catches, it becomes so big so quickly. So for me, I've been trying to like find answers, you know, finding ways, practical ways, not just me, you know, posting on social media. That is, that is, um, what do you call that? That is critical. I'm not trying to put that down, but that, as we can see, it's not doing enough. So we need more practical steps. Like, what can we really do that will make make an impact, make a change, force something? Because clearly, the government is not listening to us. Yeah, clearly not. It really has come down to um, us taking a stand for ourselves and doing whatever we can to actually bring the change about. Because, like you said, waiting for the next generation is unfortunately not <clears throat> the most um, feasible thing to do because that means what is happening now will continue to happen to the current generation. Yes. And that is going to go on for a very long time because at this point, kids in high school, I know of the, um, the recent incident that took place, the young lady who was killed, who the young lady who was a first year advert, if kids as young as 19 are already, you know, partaking in that, that means that for the, for their lifetime, this is going to have to continue. And that's a very, very mm. long time. So we definitely need to start looking at ways of, you know, um, I guess sorting this out or working on it right now instead of waiting to teach the new generation how things mm. should be done. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So, and like, in terms of like, you know, management positions and leadership positions in South Africa, I'm, I'm looking at a study that was done 
it's it's called a man's world you know that's that's how everybody sees it because that that says that in management positions there's more men than women men obviously have the 39% and women have the 31% so it's 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 definitely a male dominant sector especially you know the engineering and the construction is very male dominant so mm-hmm. do you think that if we if we had more like women in leadership positions do you think that that would also help us to strive towards like changing and educating people as well oh yes definitely i do think so um like you said earlier when we had the discussion about um female president mm. it's going to take a bit of time yes. but it's also good to see how far we've come we've come a very very long way mm. and um, you also mentioned earlier that today we are looking at companies and corporations that are thriving and these are companies and corporations that are led by females so I definitely do think so even though the numbers at the moment are not in our favor um, it's numbers that have come up numbers that have come up from zero. We were nowhere at a point, yeah. but we are somewhere. So I, I really think that um, females, especially young females, young females should not be discouraged by this. Um, we should just always remember that, you know, um, Rome wasn't built in a day. We have a long way to go, but we will exactly. get there. We'll close the gap eventually because we've come this far and um, it's, it's, it's proven that we can actually do it. So young females should not be discouraged. They should continue to find inspiration and not give up on occupying positions of leadership, whether in construction, engineering, medicine, whatever it may be. We call it a man's world, but it really isn't. Yeah. A female can occupy the same position in leadership that a man can. It's just a matter of um, the, 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 the right female, I guess, in that particular role because like I said earlier when you asked me about um I think you asked me a question about um the, men the head. and the mentality that needs to shift. Yeah 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 the, my response is basically the same. Um the person in the role needs to be um suitable for the role. And the reason why men are in a lot of positions these days is because like you said, they are seen as default leaders, but women have proven and continue to prove that they possess the very same skills and the very same expertise that the man in that same position possesses, which gives them an equal opportunity to possess, to, 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 to take over that um, role. So that's all we need to do. We need to continue to prove our worth. It's sad that that's the case, but the fact that we can do just as much a man can do, you just need to continue to prove it and continue to take up more space and continue to cement ourselves everywhere we go. Yeah, because on the next point, do you think it's it's equally important to like treat your children? I mean, if you are if you are a parent, is it it's, it it is equally important to treat both your your daughter and your son the same? I mean, teaching. I mean, fathers, for example, would take their sons and go teach them how to do one, two, and three, and then they would leave their daughters at home with their mothers. Do you think it's it's important to like make sure these these kids growing up understand that it's okay for you know a boy to wash dishes, a boy to wash his own clothes, and it's okay for a girl to go you know work in the field if she wants to, or you know go buy bread or something. You know, do you think it's it's important for them to know that? 
there is an equal playing field for each of us. Yes, definitely. And for me, in that aspect, when it comes to parenting and um, teaching children, it is vitally important. And yeah. it goes beyond um, leadership roles and or roles that um, children want to hold one day. It really just goes towards um, just teaching your child uh, valuable skills that they will need to use one day. It shouldn't be a matter of gender roles or anything like that. The girl does the dishes and the boy washes the car. It shouldn't be the case. I remember how I used to always have a problem with how my dad used to take um, my brother, my younger brother, with him to the car wash and leave me behind. Mm. And that just goes to show that this has always been, this is always, this is something that I've always been passionate about. I've always been about um, the equality of men and women, and the same applies when it comes to children. I never used to understand why I had to stay behind. And my parents always used to try to explain to me that, no, they're not doing anything fun or anything like that. They're just yeah, going yeah. out. To I, I still don't get it. Like, why should a father go out to the car wash and leave his daughter but take his son? Or if he doesn't have a son, leave mm. his daughter with the while she cooks or something like that i really don't think so i really think children should be exposed to the same things especially in a household where they are both genders a boy and a girl mm. both children should be exposed to the same things and they should both see the world in, through the same eye um their perspective will obviously be different yeah. but even in the even if that is the case they will at least know the other person's perspective. So for in the case of taking your child to the car wash, for example, when you take both your son and your daughter to the car wash, your son might enjoy it a lot more than your daughter because your daughter might think, ah, this is actually quite boring. Mm. But now she has the perspective of what it is to be at the car wash, to have, exactly. to spend time at the car wash and whatnot. And the, the next day she can say no that's actually not my kind of vibe or you might even be surprised your daughter might say oh i actually love going to the car wash with daddy because when i'm at the car wash i see this and i learn that and i do this and i do that. so denying kids of opportunities based on their genders really denies them of so much more than just that experience because as a child you really like children are children are amazing you are exposed to so many yeah. different things and the world they see world, the world in a different eye so when you say to a child i'm not taking to the car wash you are denying them of the opportunity to learn something to see the world to experience yes. things so i definitely am against gender roles and i'm all for bringing up your kids in the same way and teaching them equality from a very very young age yeah i mean that, that's really that's the mindset that I'm striving for, for myself and my future family. That's the mindset because, you know, for me, it was so hard to break, to break that, that, um, that fixed mindset of a man is supposed to do this, a man is supposed to be this because, you know, our parents, I'm sure your parents as well were, were raised in a traditional way. So they understand mm -hmm. things traditionally based because of the way they were raised. So for us, moving to, I think for me personally, moving to Pretoria was the key in everything because if I had stayed, you know, I'm from all the way in Limpopo, in the villages in there. If I had stayed there, I was still going to be going through the same process. And now it was going to be fixed in my mind that I don't do dishes, I don't cook. But now I'm learning how to cook. I, I do the dishes every day. I do dishes. I can clean the house. I can do, so you see, so there's no such thing as, a gender role we are all 
responsible, you know, to keep this house clean, to make sure that each other's tummies are full, to make sure that there's bread in the house and, and so and so. So obviously I'm I'm so I'm so glad that young people like myself, like you and the people that I'm still going to, you know, people that are gonna listen to this to this podcast can take this and, you know, consider, you know, not don't deny your children opportunities, experiences. There's so much that comes through experiences and opportunity. And, you know, lastly I just want to I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being with with me today and you know the perspectives that you've given us i hope that everyone who takes who listens to this takes something and learns something new and lastly i just wanted to to know quickly like would you would you give us a few movies that you would say are you've really enjoyed watching i mean the best movies you've enjoyed it could be a comedy action horror romance anything this is a very difficult question because I'm not really a fan of movies. I prefer to watch series. And I think I did mention earlier that I've recently um, found interest in watching crime documentaries. Yeah, yeah. Don't mind, I can tell you the last movie that I watched and I enjoyed. Not necessarily all-time favorite or mm. the best movie I've watched, but it's something that I watched very recently and I really enjoyed. Is that fine? Yeah, that's okay. Okay, so the last movie I watched, even though I didn't get to finish it, I really enjoyed it. Mm. I watched Project Power. I think that's what it's called, Project Power on Netflix. Okay. That was Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that movie. It was during a time where, like I said, I'm not a fan of movies, so whenever I do watch movies, it's always either spontaneous or it, it's because someone suggested it. So yeah. it was during... I wasn't busy that day. I didn't have anything better to do. And I thought, oh, my friend told me that she watched this movie. Let me actually check it out. And I was so hooked, but unfortunately I couldn't finish it because I had other things that I needed to do because it's, it's, a, it's a long movie. But the bits that I watched, which was enough, I actually did really enjoy. Well, that's that's amazing, actually. I mean, for us movie people, you know, we've watched the whole the collection of movies, you know, <laughs> part one, part two, <laughs> so many things. But no, that's that's amazing. I'll, I'll con- Jamie Foxx is actually a great actor. I know. I mean, I know yeah, a couple yeah. of, I know a couple of actors, and he's one of the one of the actors I put up there. So, thank you so much, Ayanda. It was such a pleasure having you on the show, and. You know, I wish you all the best with your next adventure. I wish you success and more lessons and growth. I mean, what can we do but grow during this in this world? Because, you know, we can't stay in one place forever. So thank you so much. Thank you so much and for having me on your podcast. I really, really enjoyed it. It was an absolute pleasure. You are welcome and enjoy the rest of your day and yeah, until we meet again. Thank you so much. You too. Bye. Bye.